I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Did you seriously bring beauty products? I did. Do you, get, like, you must get so many beauty products at work. I do. And it's also that we have Best Beauty Awards every year. And so, and like, I, this is my third third year. Yeah. Never going to do sheet masks again, probably, because I broke out after doing four a week. It was yeah, a Yeah, that's too yeah. much. Well, um, of course, we're not here to talk about beauty products. Although, <laughs> although I will say we are going to talk about beauty products, but we're actually here to talk about something even more important. Sam Escobar, do you know what that is? Cats. Cats. Let's talk about cats. This is another episode of Let's Talk About Cats. I'm noted cat lady Mary Phillips Sandy. My cat is Grendel, and I am joined today by Sam Escobar, who is the digital deputy director of Allure magazine. But more importantly, Sam, you are the friend keeper. They honestly are my boss at this point. Okay. Uh. (laughs) So you work for Allure magazine, and you also work for two cats, and their names are Rorschach and Orange Julius. Would you please do us the honor of introducing them via a five-word memoir? Yes. Rorschach is smaller feral of two larges. Ooh. I know. I mean, because I'm an editor, I went back and forth <laughs> on like grammar 20 times. So that's why even writing it down here, had to revise it. <laughs> okay. Well, and Orange Julius. Do hyphenates count as two words? <laughs> um, as a person with a hyphenated last name, I will say no. It's one word. Thank you. Julius is clumsy toilet lover with fluff. Oh. So much fluff. So much fluff. He's so big. It's time for the cat quiz, and here's how it works. I'm going to ask you five questions. I don't know is not an acceptable answer. You have to give me an answer. There's no time limit, but you have to be brisk about it. Um, And, of course, there's a prize at stake. There's always a prize at stake in the cat quiz. And I will say today's cat quiz prize is one of the coolest that I think we've ever given. Okay. Sam Escobar, how much do you know about cats and beauty products? I think a lot. Let's find (laughs) out. Question number one. Cat eyeliner dates back to ancient Egypt, of course, a great cat-loving society. Thick lines of coal were considered beautiful, but they also protected people's eyes from what? I want to say the evil eye, but that seems too obvious. I'll give it to you because there, there was a sort of uh, almost religious or spiritual um, thing connected with it, but also at a practical level, uh, it was supposed to protect your eyes from the sun. Oh. Okay. Question number two. In 2016, this noted cat lady and iconic fashion editor launched her very first perfume. It had notes of rose, cardamom, and pink peppercorn. Who was it? Carolina Herrera. Oh, you were oh. so close. It was Grace Cottington. Oh, duh. Of course, the great editor at Vogue. Uh, she's a cat lady. All right. Question number three. You're doing great. Winky Lux Cosmetics makes an eyeshadow palette called Cashmere Kitten, and they say that it is as soft as our furry friends. Which of the following is not an eyeshadow color in this palette? Frisky, Prowl, Whisker, or Holographic Biscuits? Whisker? 
You're correct, Sam. <laughs> have you seen this in real life? I have not, but wow. I like Winky Lux. <laughs> All right, shout out to Winky Lux. Okay, question number four. This is true or false. Lip kit impresario Kylie Jenner has a cat named Puma. True or false? False. False, you're correct. She has eight dogs and allegedly a rabbit and a chicken. <laughs> um, there's some controversy over whether or not her pets are there or not because she doesn't post them on Instagram, so they may not be real. Okay, final question. From the mid-1950s to the early 1970s, this major cosmetics company that was founded by a Polish immigrant packaged trial-sized perfumes with cat figurines that they called Sophisticats. Maybelline. Oh, I'm so sorry. The answer is Max Factor. Oh. Founded, of course, by Polish beautician Maximilian Faktorowicz. Sam Escobar, you win the cat quiz. Do I? Yay! Could you please tell the listening audience what I'm handing you? Oh, my gosh. (gasps) Is this real? It is real, yes. It is a perfume held by a kitty that is a black kitty with yellow fluff. And it is actually Max Factor. And it it says Sophisticat. It is one of the actual vintage Max Factor Sophisticats. Thank you. You're welcome. This is the best prize. I have no idea what that perfume smells like, but uh, you can find out. I will treasure it forever, (laughs) actually. (laughs) And now it's time for a new segment that we call Here's a Question. I don't know a lot about beauty, but I do know that there's a lot of it on YouTube. And I went on the beauty YouTube, and I found out that last year there was a big trend of videos called Cat Picks My Makeup, in which people put their cats on tables with makeup and then put whatever the cat touched onto their faces with often hilarious results. Sam, what makeup would your cats pick for you? Well, I can tell you a few months ago, Rorschach picked my lipstick and then somehow managed to open it. And I wasn't home at the time, so I came home and I look at his claws and they just look so red. And I got so worried because I thought it was blood and I'm terrified. And it dawned on me that there were tiny, red, waxy footprints all over my house. It was like he managed to touch everything. So I think he would pick a very dark lip color, which I ended up washing off of my walls. (laughs) I wonder, now, do you think he was trying to say, I want to wear this color myself? Or was he trying to say, Sam, I think you should try this color. It might look good on you. Honestly, I, I think he was trying to say, why don't you give me more treats? I think that he does like watching me do my makeup. Sometimes he'll sit next to me when I'm doing it. Julius will mostly just knock things over. See, and it's funny you say that because I was thinking what makeup would would Grendel pick for me? I'm not someone who owns a lot of makeup. Her choices are very, very limited. Uh, I'm told by my child, in fact, that my uh, makeup collection, such as it is, is boring. I feel like Grendel would also choose a bold lip. I think that goes with her personality. I have in the past on this show... Uh, compared her to Mary Pickford. Um, there is an element of glamour to Grendel, although she is also a little bit feral, and I feel like that combo really says, like, bold red lip. But the problem is she would not find that in our home for me to pick for, to pick for me, right? Like, she would actually have to go to Sephora herself and pick it out for me, and Grendel hates the subway, so... I don't know. I think the exercise would just frustrate her. The idea of Grendel going to Sephora sounds like the best pilot episode ever I know. HBO listen up. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, I guess like these beauty videos do really well on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe this is what I pivot to if the cat podcast doesn't work out. I just have tutorials with Grendel. I mean, media is the way it is. So I think I will also pivot. All right. Well, so uh, good to know. And I guess part of the lesson here is that If you are someone who does a bold lip, which, awesome, love it on you, uh, keep your lipstick away from your cats. Always. Okay. Oh, yeah.
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So, Sam, of course, now it is time for the real reason we are here. Let's talk about your cats. Can you tell me how you met Rorschach and Orange Julius? So I used to live in Lower East Side, um, and I would volunteer at this place called Ollie's Place, small cat shelter on 9th and Avenue A. So when I was volunteering there, unfortunately, one of the cats passed away. And they were worried that maybe something was, you know, that something had happened to the cats. And so they wanted to find fosters for all the cats in the shelter so that way they could make sure that there was nothing, you know, they were being very responsible. That same week is when Rorschach had come in, and his name at the time was Sir Lancelot, which I didn't understand. (laughs) But I looked at him, and Rorschach is my favorite character in The Watchmen, and I looked at him, and I was was like, I need that cat, I need to name a Rorschach. So I said I would foster him. I also fostered another cat named Dorito, and when I fostered them, I thought it was going to be four months, Um, and then I just never... I never brought them back, and everybody was fine with it. They just took them off the website, and they were like, okay, those are your cats. I just, I loved them so much. It was the first time I've ever had a regular schedule, even though I had a full-time job, because I just had to wake up early and feed them every day. They were also incessant about digging into the trash, so I had to be, like, incredibly careful, because they were trash cats. took a full year for them to stop digging through the trash. And then when uh, Dorita passed away in 2017, I was kind of worried about Rorschach. I knew that he loved Dorito. He was very, very sweet to him. Dorito was very demanding. And so when Dorito passed away, I went to Best Friends, I think, Animal Society. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a great sanctuary. They were so wonderful. And I saw this huge 17-pound white and orange cat, Julius, whose name at the time I think was Tommy. And I asked the people at the shelter do you think that Tommy will get adopted? And they said, oh, Tommy probably won't get adopted for months because he has FIV. And they gave me a lot of information on FIV and how it's transmitted and how you can be very careful and, like, what you have to watch out for. Because I was always so scared that, like, if I got a cat that was FIV positive that maybe it would, it would you know, somehow um, transmit to Rorschach. I didn't realize it was much harder than I thought to get FIV. And so I got I got Julius, uh, and I, I loved him, and I had to separate them for a few for several days, my poor boyfriend had to sleep on the couch outside of our bedroom, or outside of my bedroom. He slept on the couch because we didn't want Rorschach to be alone, and we also didn't want Julius to be alone. Oh, of course. So one of us would sleep in the room with Rorschach, and one of us sleep, would sleep in the room with Julius. And which, thank you, Vadim, for that. Now I wouldn't call them friends yet. They do occasionally hang out. 
I have seen pictures of your cats on Instagram. It's <laughs> um, all my Instagram is at this point. <laughs> I know. Well, Rorschach uh, is blotchy. Let's just mm-hmm. say it. What do you see when you look at Rorschach's fur? Oh, my goodness. I'm so glad you asked. On one side of his stomach, it looks like an arrow pointing downwards, which I always thought reminded me kind of the Avatar, um, you know, the cartoon. Yeah. And then on one side of his face, he has this like sideburn looking thing. So I almost named him Elvis. He looks like a little Elvis impersonator who just like had half his wig burned off. (laughs) Do you use him to test people who come over? Like, look at my cat and tell me what you see. I have absolutely asked people that. Really? (laughs) Yes. And if you look at one side of him in a certain way, it almost looks like, uh, you know how on a public restroom, there's like um, the way that they have the the man or woman or whatever, like symbols. It looks like that. Oh, I guess it looks like a pedestrian crossing. Okay. (laughs) Do you think that people who have cats are more attractive? Yes. I have dated a few people who, I mean, it's no one's fault when they're allergic. Right. But it is hard to date them. Uh. It's a turnoff. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's definitely one of those, like, you know, you should agree on whether or not you want kids. You should agree on, if you're in a long-term relationship, if you should agree on whether or not, you know, you want to stay in New York, you want to get married, you want to, like... I don't know, live together. I have no idea. But clearly I'm great at relationships. Uh, (laughs) But if I was dating somebody who didn't like cats, I don't think I could keep dating them. Yeah. I I also think that not having really thought about cats or not having been exposed to cats, I mean, some people can't help that either. They didn't Mm -hmm. grow up with them. But if you're not open to the idea of a cat, right? if you're not willing to get to know a cat, then I think there's something wrong with you. If somebody said, let's talk about cats, and they said no... I think that's a turn off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it just shows that you're closed off to a certain type of really interesting experience mm-hmm. in life. And that's just not, I mean, who has time for that? Oh, for sure. I mean, my current, my boyfriend, we've been dating for about two and a half years and he was born in Russia and he had a cat for a few years before they immigrated. And so he didn't grow up with cats after that. He didn't tell me that for a while, <laughs> but but I was worried when we met, like, oh, is he going to find the cats annoying because I really liked him? And if he finds them annoying, I'm going to find him annoying. We're not going to be able to date anymore. And then he just loved them and they love him. And if I'm out of town, he stays with them, So, which is so, so sweet. Uh, and so I got very, very lucky that I found somebody who, like, didn't really spend that much time around cats growing up, um, you know, especially in the formative years. But now, like, is obsessed with mine. That is wonderful. Did you grow up with cats yourself? I did. My... My parents, when I was about three, maybe two, this stray cat started coming around. And my mom has a hard time um, saying no to anything adorable. And so she just started feeding the cat. And then the cat just kind of adopted us. Um, And that cat moved with us into a different house. She was alive until I was about 12. And then later we got another cat. Um, She lived until I think she was like 15. And she passed away about a year ago. And she was so beautiful and so fluffy. Her tail was about the size of her entire body, which is so strange. But she she just really loves sitting on my mom's shoulders like uh, like a scarf. Oh. <laughs> yes. I love cats. <laughs> I was thinking about this on the train here, how... Even though I am not a person who wears makeup very much, I don't know how to, frankly. Um, 
I do have some very specific early childhood memories of beauty products specifically. Mm-hmm. Those memories are filed in a different way in mm-hmm. my brain somehow. And I th- part of it has to do with smell for me because smell is a very powerful thing for me. I remember the smell of the perfume that my mom wore when she had to go to important meetings. I remember the smell of the Revlon pressed powder compact that I had to put on my face when I was doing community theater. I know exactly which smell you're talking yeah. about. Do you have some of those early sense memories that you think are connected to your career now? Yeah. I remember my mother, because my, my mom doesn't wear... A ton of makeup. She likes a little bit of like light stuff, but she she loved Clinique. Uh, Mine too. Oh, the little yeah. yellow liquid, the yellow yellow oh, lotion, yeah. dramatically yes. different lotion. I love that stuff, and my mom still uses it, which is yep. so nice. So every time I get anything from Clinique, I always save it for her. And so starting when I was like three, she would just like let me paint my face as much as I wanted, and I could play with beauty products as much as I wanted. Which I think I was also obsessed with clowns. I was a weird. Kid. Oh, oh, yeah, oh! It makes you super creepy if you look at like six-year-old, you know, childhood photos and you're fully in clown face. Uh, uh, oh, so you would you would make yourself look like a clown? Oh yeah, oh. I love clowns. Oh, okay, <laughs> still love clowns. Which I, is, I, I don't think I've ever heard anyone say that. It's true. I don't know anybody who likes clowns. I think they get a bad reputation. Uh-huh. Well, but you, this is interesting though, right? Because we talk a lot about this on the show. Cats also get a bad reputation. Yes, mm-hmm. and I, I will be very honest. Um, I've been a fan of your internet presence for a long time. You Thank are you. delightful on Twitter. But I was thinking, what do I have to say about makeup? I don't like makeup. I don't like what it stands for. I have judgments about it. And in some ways, that's like how people look at those of us who have cats. They assume things about you. Mm-hmm. They assume things about your personality, who you are, how you see the world. So it's really interesting to talk with you about the art of beauty Mm -hmm. and to see that as something well beautiful and not something that's just um enforced on you enforced i was going to say oppressive or Mm -hmm. you know uh something that's doing damage to people's minds in some way which is often you know what you're told in the media 100 percent. and i i think i mean i've had we talk about this a lot at allure i mean there's this misconception about like beauty journalism that all we do is try products and don't get me wrong we try products and we talk about trends but there's people on my staff that understand how to read FDA reports in a way that I've never seen in anybody I've worked with. And it's so it's such a science. And so I since I grew up around makeup in the sense where it was like I was in community theater, too. And oh, I loved same, it. Same. Yes. I always read books on makeup and I knew how much went into it. And I knew that there was such a history there of like experimentation it is an art form. Beauty is an art form. And it's also like a it's a skill and a hobby and a career and uh, and a really, really wonderful means of, of kind of seeing what you like and what you don't want to like change about yourself, but instead just like enhance things like like I know people with freckles and they'll do really beautiful makeup where they'll, they'll put like different colors on their freckles and that stands out. And it's just kind of funky and really playful to me. As long as you're doing it for yourself because you really like it and not because somebody else told you you're supposed to do it, I think that's the best way to go about it. I mean, I follow so many people on Instagram, and so I always save, like, makeup looks I like or Mm -hmm. nail looks I like. I'm glad that you mentioned Instagram, though, because uh, social media has completely changed the way we look at ourselves, Mm -hmm. right? It's also changed the way we look at our cats. (laughs) Yes. It has. It Um, really has. I do this. I post a lot of pictures of Grendel on the Let's Talk About Cats Instagram. at LTAC Pod for anyone who's uh, not following us yet. But 
yeah, I have taken pictures of Grendel, and I'll stand there taking, I want to get the right picture. I need to get the right picture. No, Grendel, you moved your ear. Come on, Grendel, move your ear back, <laughs> right? We've all done that. We want to get a really cute picture of our cat for the Instagram. I mean, I personally think there's some good and some bad in all of this, like there is in a lot of things. But I'm curious, what do you think about how social media has changed our perception of ourselves and our cats? So I have also mixed feelings. On the one hand, I think it's great that there are so many shelters that get more attention because of social media. I think, honestly, I've never encountered a shelter that, like, didn't need money and didn't need support because they're yeah. always underfunded. They always do, yeah. Yeah, and they always need, like, more volunteers. And it's it's great that those places and those organizations have gotten more attention there. And I love seeing cat photos and I love seeing animal photos. On the other hand... I really despise the idea that you should get an animal because of how it looks. And I think, I mean, I love black cats. I was at first aiming to get a black cat because they just don't get adopted since people think they can't take photos Actually, of them. Actually, yes, there, there is that. But I, I think this came up in a cat quiz earlier. It's not that they get adopted at lower rates. The ASPCA actually looked into this. It's that there are more black cats in the population. Oh. But it's true, and I have heard this, that there are people who say, well, you know, I say, can you, you know, can I see your cat? Well, my cat's a black cat, so I, you know, I don't get good photos. I don't care if it's a good photo. Show me your cat. How has living with cats influenced the way you think about beauty? Hmm. Well, I make sure that my lipstick isn't uh, uncapped <laughs> anymore. Right. Okay. So very it's made careful with products. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Actually, that is true. I genuinely am much more organized in my beauty products, and I'm I'm a naturally messy person. I think um, I'm not a morning person. I'm not a clean person, unfortunately, which are two things that adults are supposed to be. And eh. because I have to wake up <laughs> for the cats at like five in the morning, um, I now have and now am more of a morning person. And also because because Julius likes to knock things over, not even on purpose. He's just really big and doesn't know where his limbs are going. I just have to have everything in boxes. And so it's become very, very organized. Do you consider yourself beautiful? And do you consider your cats beautiful? Do you think your cats consider themselves beautiful? I think they know they're cute. But I don't think they know they're beautiful. I think they're beautiful. But I, I think that they both are not really aware of where their bodies are. That's why they fall so much. I mean, <laughs> Julius gets stuck all the time and he falls so much. And I think it's, I honestly think it's just because he's a long cat and has no idea where his limbs are going. It sounds like me when I was like 14. <laughs> I was just bruised all over because I was like, oh, my leg is long now. Why am I so tall? <laughs> what happened? I, you know, I was one of those kids. I grew like four inches in, a, mm -hmm. in you know, like a few months or something. And I woke up and I was just like, ah, walls, floor. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was the tallest kid in my class until like eighth grade and then everybody else shot up. But I Same. Was, I've been 5'7 since I was like 12. Yep, yep, yep. But now I, do you consider yourself beautiful? That was the... I'm making a face, I'm sure, you know, <laughs> I'm, making, I'm making like that face where it's just like the straight line mouth. Um, yes, I do. But I also, I always have a hard time with it because I know logically, I always tell people that if you want to feel beautiful, you should tell yourself that. And it's kind of like a weird fake until you make it situation. And I do think that is one of the most wonderful things about selfies is like, even though, yes, sometimes it gives the rest of the world like maybe a different idea of what you look like than what you actually do, which, you know, has its you know issues. But it also gives you an idea of what you look like and what you want to look like and how you feel about yourself. And 
I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. It was like when I started taking like selfies, you know, in high school or whatever, it was the first time that I ever looked at myself and was like, oh, I feel pretty. And it wasn't that I looked so different. It was just like I I couldn't – you just can't look in the mirror and see yourself that way. And I do have uh, – can I get dark for a second? Yeah, please oh, do. Oh, cool. I have um, – I've had body dysmorphia for a long time, and I had an eating disorder for a very, very, very long time, for about a decade and a half. And trying to find positive things about myself was always difficult. But, I mean, that was one of the wonderful things about makeup. It was like if I put on makeup and I did it in like a fun way and I felt good about it, not because of the way that it made me look, but because of me being good at it, I just felt so much better. With beauty, beauty is something that I do, not something that I am, I guess. Um, and I feel like when, whenever people describe like or compliment me or anything like that, it, I appreciate it. But I, I appreciate it so much more when they compliment something I've done. So if somebody was like, I love that you started, you know, I love that you cut off all your hair and like started gelling it like you're in Mad Men. That would be a bigger compliment to me than when somebody says, you know, you have such and su like your skin looks really, really awesome. Because in reality, like I wear four foundations most days. <laughs> I love foundation. I love concealer. I've loved it forever. But I always tell people whenever they compliment my skin, like, I have definitely acne scars, so I wear foundation. So, like, you know, I appreciate it. But it's uh, it's not totally real, and that's okay. I always like – I don't mind needles. That's why I have a lot of tattoos. Yeah, I was going to say, I, it's weird for me. I don't um, – having blood drawn, I cannot do. Having the blood taken mm -hmm. out. But I also have a bunch of tattoos. Like, having things go in, I'm fine. I don't know what that's about. I yeah. had anemia my whole life, and so I always got my blood drawn, and the doctors – knew me as that weird kid that likes getting their blood drawn because I don't know what okay, I so, know. Okay, so just to recap, <laughs> Sam loves clowns and having blood drawn. Yep. I think my parents, if my mom ever listens to this, she will laugh quite a bit because she definitely thought I was going to turn out real weird. <laughs> I was like obsessed <laughs> with horror movies, obsessed with clowns, and like really okay with getting my blood drawn. <laughs> well, shout out to Sam's mom. You did a great job. Thanks, it all Heidi. worked out great. <laughs> Before we go, Sam, is there anything you would like to say to Rorschach and Julius listening at home? Julius, please stop going in the toilet. <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned this earlier. I don't think I did. But Julius has an affinity for the toilet. So whenever I want him to be happy, I flush the toilet. And he puts his paws on either side of it and just stands there staring just for no reason. So I feel bad because it's like not great for the environment. But once in a while, I'll just... Give him a little pass. A we'll splurge. Do a splurge. Splurge on a flush. He is desperate to figure out how it works. And so, but lately he's been putting his foot in it and it's really worrying me because it's like, you know, it's empty, but it's just like, what are you doing, yeah. buddy? Don't don't go swimming, Julius. No. You don't want to do that. Uh, and Rorschach, I love you, little buddy. I'm sorry that I had to put you on urinary tract food mm. and I promise to give you more treats. Oh. Um, all right, and we have a shout-out today. Today's shout-out comes from Laura Lee and Kent in Ocean Shores, Washington, and it's for their cats Potato and Chip. 
Uh, and they say, beautiful potato, your sass and confidence is an inspiration. Thank you for putting up with your crazy little orange brother, Chip. And Best Chip, names. I know. Oh, my goodness. Um, and Chip, thanks for always flopping by us and being chatty all day long. We promise to always make it rain. Temptation Streets for you guys. Lee, <laughs> Kent, Potato, and Chip, thank you so much for listening and for writing in. Of course, if you have a cat... Who deserves a shout out? Please email us, shouts at letstalkaboutcats.com. Tell us your cat's name, location, and any message you'd like included. I'll read it at the end of an upcoming episode. Sam, where can people find you on the internet if they'd like to keep up with you and your beautiful cats? I am on Instagram at the one with blue hair. And then I am also on Twitter as my hair is blue. And of course, you can find us at letstalkaboutcats.com. We'll have show notes for this episode and a full transcript, links to Sam's socials and to our own. And hey, if you like this episode, do us a favor, share it with a friend. That really helps us, and it'll help your friend if they enjoy it too. I'm Mary. My cat is Grendel. Our producer is the gently exfoliating Lizzie Jacobs with production help from Virginia Laura. Our theme song is by Poingley with additional music by The English Muffins. And our show logo was created by Julia Emilia. Miliani. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next time about cats. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.